Hello and welcome to Riverdale High AB Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. I just thought about while you were doing the intro, if I jumped in with some goof. Uh-huh. And then I didn't have a goof to follow through with, so I just laughed <laughs> so you at my own thoughts. You were just laughing thoughts. at the <laughs> yeah. idea of being funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's how if I get I through had the days joke nowadays. Here, be... <laughs> Boy, if I were funny. <laughs> that is, okay. yeah, honestly. Now, we need to talk about what everyone wants to hear about today. Yes. Which is Tall Vampire Mommy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you yes, watching Tall Vampire Mommy? <laughs> I'm not not exactly watching it, but I do know what You're you mean, of, and I am course. aware of, of course, <laughs> Lady Re- Resident Evil. Is that how you say it? I haven't heard that last That's what I've heard. Okay. There's some um, confusion, I think. Yeah, In the what game, is this? Resident they say Evil Lady Dimitrescu. The village? Yes, village. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in my oh circle's my talking about it. No, She's I'm nine, seeing two. plenty of that. Holy, sh- whoa, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely so. seeing lots of stuff out there on this game. I see there's a man with much hair uh, who carries a big axe, I think. Uh, there's there's a man with a propeller for a head, I've seen. I don't there's, know that one. Yeah, I did read an article about how <laughs> apparently Capcom like ripped off this indie horror film um, with huh. some creature design, so Capcom, get better. Um, but like... I have never really wanted to play a Resident Evil game before this one, and it's not yeah. just because of Tall Vampire Mommy. <laughs> not I... just because. <laughs> like, 60% because... <laughs> yeah, roughly. I know. I, um, I can't play scary games usually, and I know right. Resident Evil is like kind of action scary. Not a full scary game. These but I started... I love watching intense, Let's Plays of them, and I started with Resident Evil 7. Oh. <laughs> and uh, that one's very scary. That's what I've heard. And VR. That's the thing, right? Like, that, I couldn't, I played Outlast for like an hour one night, yeah. and as soon as I got into like a sewer with a giant pig man chasing me, I was like, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. No, and I'm, we're, we're good. I like got into this little tunnel between two walls that he couldn't reach me in, and I was like, I'm not leaving this tunnel. I'm <laughs> just going to log tunnel? off this game and <laughs> yeah. never start it again. My friends were all like, Ezra, you actually have to play it. I was like, I don't really think I do, actually. You know what's great is Let's Players. For that same for that exact reason. I've been yeah. watching John can... Wolf. I'm a fan. Ah, oh, very good. I know. I don't watch Let's Players like I used to. Instead, of, I just rewatch old Monster Factories or something like that. Yeah, that is the dream. But uh, but we're we're not here to talk about uh I don't know we're even what we're talking about video games <laughs> what video... <laughs> tall vampire mommies if if Resident Evil Eight was in Archieverse. Oh. And as a game, now who do you think would be the most into it? Who would be the most into it? I think would probably be Jughead, because you know Jughead's a big old weeaboo. <laughs> yeah, that is actually, you know, Jughead. I do, I do have literal comic proof of that. If if you don't really? mind, if I just real quick divert into uh, one of the comics I brought today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking now of I Jughead, assume it's about Tall Vampire Mommy. You've somehow uh, this one captured isn't. a comic. Although, there is a comic in here where Jughead dresses up as a vampire and eats a hamburger. So, All right. 
Yeah, that's tune in. <laughs> Stay tuned for that <laughs> hot. I'm comic tuning listen. in. Yeah, just don't touch it's that dial. dial. I was tuning it in. I wasn't. I wasn't tuning away. Right. No, you're good. Just making sure it's extra tuned. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this is Jughead. Fine tune in... it, you might say. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is a segment of Fantastic Mr. Andrews, when we nice. talk about all the fun, te- all the fun the ex- fads and trends, extremely relevant long-term uh, things. Yeah, no, it'll be totally relevant and uh, cool now forever. and forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is Jughead and similar tastes. Which is mm. a very nothing title. <laughs> that could um, be about anything. I know. Uh, Betty is asking Jughead the kind of classic, oh, when are you going to be into anything more than food? Like a girlfriend. Why, Betty? And I, yeah, why, is it, why does he need to be? Or I guess she asks him if he thinks he ever will, which is a weird way of phrasing it. Oh, there's a cat in my lap now. Aww. Um Yep, there's a little head. Oh, I see see your little head. Aww. (laughs) Uh, So, asked if he thinks he'll ever have a girlfriend or be into anything other than food. He says, sure. so condescending. I know, You're never going to like anything but food, you dumb piece of shit. Do you ask that to a chef? Like, come on. Yeah. He tells her that right now he's into Japanese anime and manga. <laughs> and she says, I'm just going to read you her exact quote because it's Japanese. What? Is that the name of our latest exchange student? Really, Betty? The name, Japanese anime and manga. <laughs> such a common Japanese name. Can you imagine if he was like, I'm into Japanese Naoko and Hiromi. And Betty was like, oh, yeah, those girls. Like, why would you say like that? It's so gross. <laughs> I, know. I know, exactly. I'm into French Monique. And Claudette. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, you don't do that. Uh, but he's like, nope, anime. Um, and explains. <laughs> oh, good. He tells us how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He uh, mentions stuff like Sailor Lunar. Dragon Tall 33. Oh my god. And Tech Rubo. Wait, what is that one? Robotech. Oh. Yeah, old one. Then she just kind of like walks away while he's telling her this. She just says, You've lost me, you're hopeless. Um, I don't give a shit about your interests, Jughead. Yeah, clearly. Um, as she walks away, we get a couple panels of her just being like, <laughs> She's like, It take. An, a girl with an iron constitution to put up with him. Which it's like... What the fuck, a... Betty? <laughs> like, like, he has a different interest means. than you. Yeah, that you say that when it's like you're eating a really gut-busting chili. <laughs> like, that's when you say iron constitution. Well, it's just like, I don't know, the same bullshit where it's like, girls hate video games. Oh, I know. You can't have these interests and have girls like you. <gasps> no, definitely not. I mean, I guess that is kind of the opposite of this comic's thesis, but it does it in a very bad way. As he's kind of trundling away, he shows up to his favorite anime store, Anime R Us. There's an anime store? Was that a thing ever? Uh, in the US? I don't know if it was in the US per se. I do remember there was like 
like a Japanese themed store downtown at one point that had like Pocky and hats and stuff. Yeah, that and I, I don't think would think be the closest it even had equivalent. Anime. I also, I don't like think stuff. it would be called the anime store. Yeah, and I'm sorry, it's animes are us, oh. not just singular. So yeah, he uh, loves to stop at this place after school. It's his favorite after school stop besides Pops. Mm-hmm. And he goes in, and Joe, the guy behind the counter, is like, hey, how's it going? Uh, the new stuff came in, so I pulled all your favorites. And there's cool. a great part where he says, uh, <laughs> the latest manga came in, and there's a big asterisk next to manga, <laughs> and then there's a box at the bottom that says Japanese comic book, just in case. Good, good. Jughead is wondering if he has Dragon Tall number 30. I'm sorry. This fucks me up so bad. Dragon Tall 33 number 2. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But they don't have it. Um, the dude sold it. Jughead's been trying to get it forever. He needs to know what happens to Pachinko Boy. No, um, what? I, that's not even a reference to Dragon Ball, I don't think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Good it's job, not. Good job, Jughead. Yeah. Hey, you know what else Asian people like? Pachinko? <laughs> sure. <laughs> at, least it's, at least it's also Japanese. It could be... It's true, uh, they're not like Mahjong Boy or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be rough. Um, yeah, Joe sold the ca- that copy, which... Fuck you, Joe. I know. Although, it doesn't sound like Jughead actually ordered it for himself. He was just hoping it wouldn't sell. Yeah. Uh, Why does he only have one copy of that? I know. Also, it drives me crazy because it's like, okay, Jughead references this Dragon Tall 33 like four times, so clearly (laughs) he really likes this series. How have you not read the second fucking volume? Right, like, clearly it's not... It's not like... Like, that's the most recent one. Yeah. But also... Does he not know what happens to Pachinko Boy from reading the third one? Or watching the anime, which he says later that he does. Also, I need to just say, if they were going to do, like, a realistic Dragon Ball Z, like, analogy, it would be volume, like, 29. (laughs) There's so many of them. Well, it really indicates to me that none of the Archie writers involved in this particular comic have ever read manga. Oh, definitely. I this must have been the area when oh god, what was it? Animation dominate tsunami or whatever that uh, oh, Cartoon yeah. Network where they had all the anime for a while. I, this must have been that kind of time. Whatever was like, it's hot shit now. Yeah, it's totally relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jughead kind of walks away all cranky, and Joe says he's he'll order him another copy, but it'll take an entire month. He's obviously and then he's very like, bummed. I'll die if I have to wait a month. Yeah, he needs to know what happened I'm between a whiny pa- baby. Pachinko Boy and his fight with Tiger Dogface, which is a great character. With who? Tiger what? Tiger Dogface. Oh my Pachinko god. Pachinko Boy's enemy, I guess. Wild. So he walks into Pops, orders a triple burger with cheese to drown his sorrows. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's executing a very delicate climbing operation. Oh! It's <laughs> one side of the room. Um, <laughs> he sits down at the counter, or sorry, walks up to the counter, and there's this strange, not strange, but a stranger female sitting at the counter mm-hmm. sipping a soda. And when he gets up, he's thinking about 
I forgot what the fuck it's called because it's so stupid. Dragon Tall Thirty Three. He's thinking about Dragon Tall Thirty Three again. Now, do we hear see his thought bubble, or is he talking about it to himself? He's thinking about it to himself. Okay. He's like, I can't believe it. A whole month. How will I ever? Wait a minute, because he sees that exact copy on the counter. Holy shit! And he snatches it up, and he's like, "This what is a it." Dick. And the girl is like, hey, I just bought that. Give, give that back. Don't take my shit, weirdo. I know. Uh, he realizes that she's the one who bought the copy he was intending on buying. He tells her he was planning on buying it when he had the money. It's really dumb because he's like, you're the one who, who bought my copy. And she's like, I, I didn't see your name on it. Uh-huh. That classic shit. Yeah. As she gets up to leave, <laughs> he asks to borrow it, and she's like, I haven't even read it yet. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's in Japanese. Do you read Japanese? And she's leaving now. He's following her out. My God. And she says, oh, this is my biggest problem with this. She says, you know, I don't read Japanese. I just, quote, look at the videos and follow the story in the mangas from that. What? Which is, like, psychopathic. why are you getting, like, untranslated manga in this, like, American store? Yeah. Like... Also, why are you getting these untranslated manga in general? Like, I... I'm sure you could find untranslated manga in the U.S. During this time period. But you would have had to look for it. And, and, like, that a, wouldn't a have been huge, the one available. huge numbers were translated to English. It was extremely common, especially fucking Dragon Ball Z, dudes. My <sighs> exact next, very next point, because it's like, the ones they reference are Robotech, Dragon Ball, and, and fucking Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Two of those are two of the most successful, like, anime yeah. manga series franchises of all time. Like, there's no way... It's it just bugged me so much. I was so like, stupid. What the fuck are also, you doing? anybody who's like read a, a manga and watched an anime knows that they are, can be wildly different. Wildly different. Like, I'm sure there's some that are true to the books, but not usually. Like, one of our very favorites, Host Club. <laughs> yeah. It, like it's it suffers from the thing where like the anime finished before the manga did so they were just like uh make up an ending yeah i know <laughs> so it's crazy different like, why did you guys do this what was the- yeah it- okay just chill out anyway yeah uh, but we need to finish this up because he tells <laughs> jughead tells her and us that he does that too because he's also a psychopath <laughs> and <laughs> this is really why they're gonna uh, presumably get together <laughs> in the end <laughs> Um, and he's like, hey, do you like Sailor Lunar or Tech Rubo? And she's like, this is this is my favorite fake title, though. Because um, she says, I love them. How about Tragic Night Say Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, dude. God. I would watch Tragic Night Say Earth. Um, and she does tell him she has a subbed DVD of it. Cause oh, um, and they walk off into the sunset, and she introduces her name, herself as Chris. I'm sorry, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Then we have a text box that says, time passes, as it has a habit of doing. Just getting sassy. Cute, cute. Um, Betty literally runs up to Jughead on the street and is like, hey, I heard you got a girlfriend. And he's like, well, she's a girl and she's a friend. Let's start there. And she's like, I'm just glad to see you got your mind off cartoons and food. (laughs) At which point, Kirsten is walking up, and he's like, well, not quite, because not only is she a big anime fan, but her father just happens to own the biggest deli in town. And they're standing in front of a very large and meets-a-plenty deli. Now, this is actually when we get the real twist, Mm. that Jughead was never into anime. Or manga. Oh, it's a long shit. con just to, to get that marry deli into connection. this deli family. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Including Jughead's setting that... up Betty <laughs> for some <laughs> he's, reason. He's been doing that. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm too deep in now. I really want that T-bone steak, and yeah, Betty's just gonna have to go down with the ship, I guess. Also, I like the idea that. First of all, a teenage boy is at all interested in a deli. Like, I know his whole thing is food, but, like, he never cooks food. Like, right. Like, that's. And also, does this girl's dad, like, give her her random friends, like, sweet discounts on raw meat? Or he's just like, hey, Jughead, here's a couple steaks. Uh, yeah, because oh, I like you so much. I dropped much. these burgers on the floor. Do you want them? <laughs> I That's probably what's on happening. these sausages. Yeah. I have to throw away the spoiled meat. <laughs> Do you want to take like, it home? It's like that fucking hot dog in The Simpsons that nearly kills oh, Homer Jesus or something. Christ. I mean, that's my problem with this shit all the time, is that they're constantly doing it where it's like, oh, her dad owns this, her this guy's brother owns this. And it's like, yeah, but it's like your your wife, my sister-in-law, for a while was a manager of an ice cream store. That doesn't yeah. mean I could walk into the ice cream store and just get free she ice cream. She didn't get a discount on ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like, she got a free ice cream per shift so she could, like, you know, know what's good and have an expertise to guide customers, but, like... No discounts. She, yeah. she bought me no, ice cream like... after work. It's full price. And also, again, to your point that, like, teenage boys being so into these raw meats, like, <laughs> you can't just, like, walk into a deli and just start snacking. Like, I know! It's, all... <laughs> it's like a long-term <laughs> process. Yeah! I don't know. <laughs> That's been one of my biggest pet peeves with Archie, is the way they treat relationships, I guess. Yeah, very transactional. Oh, oh very much so. So... I have a comic to share today. Yes, please. Now, this is, I'm going to call this a bizarre and I want to okay. tell you how I found this. I was like, you know, I haven't done an unnamed game in a while. Let me find yeah. some good comics to base that on. And then I read this, and I was like, fuck, I have to do this. All right, damn. And it also has some fun uh, 90s nostalgia that I okay. think you'll appreciate. I'm very excited. A A... Bizarchi's so bizarre that you had to abandon your segment yeah. and just do this. Like, that's... I'm I'm very... I'm, my hopes are high. So, it does feel a little cheaty, because mm. this is from an Archie's Weird Mysteries. Okay. Let's well, chill, though. I mean, hey. The intro just got me so good. So, I'm going to read you the credits first. The yes. script is Paul... What is his last name? 
Gastiglia? Gastiglia. Okay. Pencils by Fernando Ruiz. Inking by Rick Kozlowski. Lettering Vicky Williams. Coloring Rick Taylor. Editor Mm -hmm. J.F. Debris. Managing editor (laughs) Victor Gorlick. And editor-in-chief Richard Goldwater. Okay. And this is Shriek. Chapter is this going to be a scream parody? It fucking is. We oh open with Betty making popcorn on the stove with one of those like yeah fuck me yeah she's oh fucking God. Drew Barrymore from Scream. Oh boy! I know. Oh, wow. I was reading this and I was like, what the fuck? Because of course in Scream, uh, not a good time for Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, she's in. She's in that scene. She sure is. Fucking yes, love she that. She is. Oh, it's such a good movie. So Betty is popping some popcorn. She's got the whole place to herself. She's going to kick back and watch a scary movie on cable TV. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that's weird. The the remote won't turn the TV on. She calls up the cable company, and she says, hey, my cable's not working. The guy is like, oh, you're on Elm Street, right? The whole neighborhood's down. She Uh says... Rats, I was going to curl up with Shriek 2 tonight. Such a That's cozy, right. relaxing. Scream exists in this universe. Like I love that. The shit. second one is out already. And she's reenact so also Betty has seen those movies? Yeah. There's a lot of like layers of metafiction going <laughs> yeah. on here. So the guy on the phone is like, oh, a scary movie fan, huh? And then they're just chatting <laughs> about the Scream movies for a minute. <laughs> this cable guy. Larry, the cable guy. He says the cable should be back up in about five minutes. But more importantly, what's your favorite scary movie? She oh, tells God. him old Frankenstein. He says, Wait, is that oh, some kind of I joke? See. She says, no, I just have a thing for the tall, dark, and campy. <laughs> he tells her okay. to turn the TV back on. And she says, thanks. Nice talking to you. Hangs up. Turns the TV on and then screams Ugh. in horror. No, anything but that. Old Frankenstein uh, is on TV. Oh, I yeah, thought I don't that know. was your favorite I know. movie. Though. I don't know if that this means that she was supposed to be joking or what. Like, Or maybe it was the coincidence of the thing. She says it's not supposed to be on right now. I'd better call back. But Why? now there's no dial tone. What do you mean call back? She tries to change the channel, but the remote's not working. And then... The fucking scream monster guy is on the TV, and he says, ha ha ha, enjoy your scary movie, Betty Cooper. She's Um, like, keep laughing, and then she unplugs the TV, and nothing happens, and then she's like, wait, what? (laughs) How are you in my TV? And he says, you have to finish watching Old Frankenstein. What the and fuck then is we happening? To the next day at school when she's telling the gang about it. Oh, like I also she don't says, remember. She's <laughs> not scream. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> she says that he vanished from the screen, leaving that movie playing. Archie asks what she did, and then she's like, "Let's just say my folks didn't appreciate the sledgehammer embedded in the TV set." Like, oh my Christ! Betty. What the fuck? What is this chain of events? We're like, what is? happening in an old movie is playing when it shouldn't be and then a guy tells you you have to watch it and then you put a fucking sledgehammer in your tv like so much so much like 
TV doesn't work. Oh, I'll call. Dude's like, yeah, no one's TV is working. By also, the way, what's your favorite movie, baby? What's your favorite movie? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she's like, I'll call that guy back. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the killer's like, yo, what up, Betty? This is your favorite movie, right? Watch it. And she's and like, like, you fucking monster. It's <laughs> so weird. Um... Oh, she's she's telling the guys about how she can't figure out what happened. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. Archie says it was probably some high tech prankster. Uh, Jughead prank. says it was probably Reggie. Reggie was like, "No, I was at a football game." Yeah. Um, okay. And then Archie's like, "Might not be the best time to ask, but I have tickets to see Shriek Three for the school paper next week. Want to go?" Uh, okay. Because he's reviewing it, and she's like, right, "Oh, right. I don't know." I guess I mean, she's traumatized. That's fair, now. yeah. No, I wouldn't necessarily want to. <laughs> Jughead suggests that it's maybe a publicity stunt to hype up the movie. That's a horrible stunt. <laughs> yeah, and Betty's like, "That's stupid." Yeah. Hey guys, I got a great idea. So for the new Jigsaw movie, we're gonna gaslight a teenager. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, we're gonna kidnap someone and make them cut their own arm off. Oh god. Uh, we're gonna make everyone think that Jigsaw is. Real, like real, real. <laughs> like, and then, oh no! And then everyone will want to see more movies about Jigsaw, <laughs> right? Like, okay. Betty is like, now I'm more scared than before, and Archie is like, you've got Archie Andrews, ace investigative <laughs> reporter, on your side. Oh god, I'm more scared. <laughs> Which Veronica pops up and says, "Hope you've got insurance, Betty." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and Betty's like, I believe in Archie. <laughs> and then there's a big commotion in the hallway mm-hmm. because there's going to be a special seminar with the famous costume designer who created the Shriek mask from the what movies. What the fuck are these? Okay. She's going to be here tomorrow to Wait, speak. Wait, I'm sorry. At the high school? Yeah. What the fuck? Don't worry, right. Chuck adds in. Uh, yeah, She's I remember- gorgeous, too. <laughs> I remember when Rick Baker came to my high school. I was like, hey guys, check out these spooky monsters I made. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I will mention she's a knockout the, too. The screen. Yeah, she's also hot because okay. every woman in this comic is either Miss Grundy or hot. <laughs> um, or in the case of Riverdale, both. Yeah, pretty much. So I do want to point out that this scream mask is a little different, and I will post a picture to our social media. Okay, good. It's like a white, like. Whatever, like, kind of upside-down teardrop shape in the same way that the yeah. the traditional scream mask. Yeah. But it has, like, a, a really big smile that's, like, a giant U. Oh, uh, okay. It almost I looks gotcha. like Plague Doctor shaped, except that's a smile and not a nose. Interesting. It's weird. Okay. that's Clearly it's emulating I, I that, but that. Yeah, yeah. not exactly it's the same. It's going for the ghost face, but that's probably, yeah. like, copy protected or something. Probably. Yeah. All you know, right. they've cool. got to put one paper thin layer of plausible deniability there. <laughs> no, this is drape scream. a tissue this is across. Shriek. Yeah. 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 They- so Archie's upon hearing this woman is hot, is instantly rushing to sign up. Maybe I could get an interview with her for the school paper. Betty's like, Hey, what yeah. happened to me? And he was like, because she can help us with it. <laughs> Why? And then, well, because she made the mask. Obviously, she spoke it into existence with her mask-making <laughs> abilities. It's a tulpa. I, um, 
<laughs> she has a connection to the horror because yeah. she birthed it. Yeah, I see. I forgot. Uh, then somebody runs by dressed up like Ghostface, wearing oh. the mask and cloak. I mean, Everyone's it does like... seem to be the most popular thing in town right now. <laughs> that was a thing in the Scream movies, is that like guys ran oh, around dressed right. like that. I, that's right. That's also, right. Also, what's his name? Oh, God. That actor who was... Matthew Lillard? Yes. God, I love Matthew Lillard in that movie. He's the best. He's I was the trying best. to trying to figure out if there is some like crossover where it's like, okay, he was in Scooby Doo, and there's definitely been like a Scooby Doo Archie crossover. He was in Twin Peaks actually, too. He was in Twin Peaks. Uh but yeah. Scream um, is great. Go watch Scream. Yeah. So he runs through the halls, not Matthew Lillard, ghost face. <laughs> Although so I, awesome. now I want that. Um, oh, that's so bad. And then somebody's like, wow, what a cool publicity stunt. But Archie, mm-hmm. thinking so cleverly, says, Betty, toss me your makeup mirror. And then he does, just as I expected, no reflection. It's a real what? ghost. Oh, my God. So that's why he was literally in her TV. Uh-huh. So then- also less scary somehow. <laughs> Yeah. We're starting chapter two, and there's like a little recap at the top of it, which is funny. You forgot what happened. <laughs> and it's like they actually redrew like two of the panels. They're not the, just copy pasted. So oh, it's wow. like different perspectives. Just <laughs> funny. That's like the fucking, what is it, Evil Dead 2 or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> they just have the first movie done in 15 minutes. Yeah. So now we're at Bridget's lecture. That's the name of the lady. They just call her Bridget. And it says on the blackboard, Bridget Lecture, here today. (laughs) Maybe her last name is Lecture. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Archie tells her the whole story. And she, (laughs) like, after the lecture, Archie tells her the whole story. And let Mm. me describe her. She just looks like any of the girls, but she has slightly more golden tones of blonde hair. Like, closer to Polly's blonde. Right, right. And she has on those big ass circle glasses that were really popular in this era of Archie comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And otherwise, she looks exactly like all the other girls. Okay. So Archie good. tells her she about fits, this. Fits the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and she says in response to that, "I was afraid this would happen. I never told uh, anyone this before, but this isn't my uh, first trip to Riverdale. A few years back, I did a." I did makeup for a local production of Greasers when I got the call to work on Shriek, surrounded by pompadours and poodle skirts. I needed some spooky inspiration. I found a curiosity Uh. shop in town run by a strange man named Dr. Beaumont. There, I poured through books on legends and mysteries, hoping to find an image that would work. A book on old world spirits provided the malevolently mischievous model for my mask. I don't believe Legend you. has it, if the image is used repeatedly, the spirit will actually walk among the living. Oh my god. And then Betty jumps in, Shriek 3, the spirit is angry because it's a third movie. 
that's so like can we unpack what? for a Hang minute <laughs> yeah there's so much first of all why is this ghost get angry when its picture is used a lot i feel like it's <laughs> not angry it's a fucking tulpa like that's how they work right yeah that's true yeah where you I, just like believe so in something enough that you speak it into existence or whatever right oh god At the old world spirit looked like that I yeah. don't believe that. Yeah, there's no. a picture of the ghost. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Um, there's just so much. Like, I don't... Oh my god, okay. So she was working in Riverdale. She was doing <laughs> Grease. Uh, got the call that she was going to be a costume designer for Shriek 1, uh-huh. I guess. Right, okay. And then- It's like... Was like I I can't think about scary things when I'm doing grease. So it's like it's like also the Weeping Angels. (laughs) Like if you use the image of it too much, it'll become the image will become the thing. It's it's also the idea that she was a professional costume designer for Scream. But she was also doing the makeup for Grease in Riverdale? Yeah, there's a lot What is that that career trajectory? I don't... I'm also just like, I can't really... I can't speak to this, but I don't know if the... Like, if she... Is is, is she the costume designer? Or is she, like, the head of makeup or something? Effects? Because it's like, I didn't necessarily think she would come up with the design for it. Right. I didn't think that was fully her job. (sighs) It's very weird. It's very weird. So, of course, they go I also love that she just tells these three very random teens. Well, they did tell her the story about the ghost in the TV. Oh, that's true. Okay, so they know that about this tulpa. Yeah, they go to the curiosity shop where... What's his name? Dr. Beaumont. Dr. Beaumont. Appears, and he just Sounds looks like, like a, a spooky man. Owner. He's okay. got, like, a pointy chin and, like, you know, white streak in his hair. Um, He's like, can I help you? She's like, what can you tell us about this spirit? And he says, some fool turned it into a horror movie character. Now, after one sequel too many, it's returned from limbo to walk the earth. Dude, if you knew this, why didn't you do anything? Um... Yeah, Betty says like... it took over my TV, and Archie says it ran through the halls of school, and he says, you're lucky. After it's run out of mischief, it will stop... <laughs> sorry. It will set its sights on some souvenir souls. Which oh. he says <laughs> with those words in, like, giant... Font outlined in green, and Whoa. he's like holding his hand up like he's reciting Shakespeare, okay. and also Archie faints. <laughs> That's brutal, damn. So we've just got a soul reaper running through yeah. the tail. Bridget wants to know what they can do to stop it, and the guy says, oh. A simple spell will allow us to trap the spirit back into the book. Dude, Archie like, says, why That has sounds this guy easy. Not done this. <laughs> The guy says, it's never easy. You oh, have to get yeah. the spirit in the book in the same room at the same time. Again, that doesn't sound that hard. No, it really doesn't. Um, <laughs> that's, 
And then Archie says, ever since the Quarkinator mishap, everything's gone weird. Which is that first episode of Archie's Weird Mysteries where some machine goes wild and then he sees monsters everywhere. Oh, that's right. Um, And then Betty's like, maybe... the first episode was the potatoes. Uh, No, the comic first episode. Oh, the comic. That's right. Yeah. Betty's like, hey, maybe Dr. Beaumont can look at the Quarkinator. And then we see the building from outside, and the ghost is floating outside going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, How convenient. He's right there. Yes. And then apparently... Um, <laughs> I love when my ghosts take the time to gloat. Oh, I see. Uh, sorry. So then no, you're good. Dilton is, like, helping them. Dilton wasn't involved before now, but he shows up to help them get Dr. Beaumont into the lab. So he's pretending good. Dr. Beaumont is his uncle. And they're going to talk oh. Mr. Flute Suit into, like, letting him in. Okay. Um, there, I and feel then, like there's probably an easier way to do that, but... Yeah. I don't know. Also, this guy has the same nose as Jughead. I feel like they could have just pretended that it was Jughead's uncle, but I guess there's that... no reason for him to go into the lab. Um, <laughs> Depends on the comic. Sometimes so Jughead's Stute, lab boy. Yeah. Flute Snoot is like, well, I can't stay. Have fun in the lab by yourselves, guys. I'll just go ahead and leave you the keys. <laughs> just lock up when you're done. Basically, they show him the Quirkinator, and he's like, mm-hmm. no, it has nothing to do with this. Um, <laughs> totally unrelated. Archie faints cool. again. <laughs> he's just got low blood sugar. It's unrelated. Yeah. And then they talk about all the monster movie stuff that Archie's been seeing everywhere. <laughs> Dr. Robot is like, it's just we're living in a time where evil can manifest itself. Anyways, uh, oh. let's get rid of this monster. Yeah, alright, so, yeah, let's do it. The ghost Fuck appears. It, ghosts. Um, it flies around, and mm. then it leaves, doing mm. no damage Good. or harm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it says, I'll see you at the movies. Make sure you bring those two gorgeous blondes. Just like, okay, Ew. guys. Why you gotta be a perv, though, ghost? Yeah. Uh. Jughead has the fun comment, hey, since he's the star of the movie, does he have to pay? Yeah, I don't think they charge ghosts, Jughead. That's good, though. (laughs) Yeah, really yucking us up. Thank you for the levity, Jughead. Yeah. Mr. (laughs) Or, sorry, Dr. Beaumont says, pick up the girls, we're going to the movie. Mr. Beaumont, please. (laughs) He didn't go to crazy doctor school for nothing. Um, Archie is like, I won't take the girls to the theater and put them in danger. <laughs> and then Dr. Beaumont says, that ghost is playful now. Do you really want to see him angry? And then Dilton Jughead so do and says. Archie are all <laughs> horrified and make this face where they're like, <gasps> mouth oh, open, yeah. eyes open. Yeah. It's like that one emoji. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, so, you know, everyone knew exactly what face that was. We're at the theater yeah. now. Um, and Dr. Probot's in, like, a fucking red cloak. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's his formal attire, Megan. And Archie's like, how will we get him into the book? <laughs> he says, he'll come to us. A theater full of scared souls is mighty tempting. Bridget says I mean, Dr. Beaumont gave, made her give the book to Jughead because... Okay. Basically, the spirit doesn't trust Dr. Beaumont or Bridget, so Jughead is the only one who can hold the book. Because he's so trustworthy. The least scared of um, the monster of all the rest of them. Interesting. He handles real scares better than false ones. Interesting. 
I mean, it seems like some weird Jughead character shit. Yeah. So they're in the movie now, and Jughead's like, uh-oh, better go get some snacks. So he leaves to go get snacks. The Good. ghost shows up, terrorizing everyone. Um, oh, most God. people just think it's cool 3D movie effects. They're like, Jughead, so the book. And they're like, oh yeah, Jughead went to the concession stand. Oh my God. Meanwhile, at the concession stand, somebody accidentally put hot fudge in the popcorn. What a crazy thing. What? Who would want to eat that? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then Jughead's uh... like, I want to eat it. Trying to get to the, the counter to eat the hot fudge popcorn, he accidentally hurls the book into it, ruining it. Oh, oh my God. Not where I thought that was going <laughs> to no. go. And then he goes back into the theater and he's like, here's your book. The guy's like, well, <laughs> we can't do the spell it. now. Guess we're all going to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then Bridget says... I'm responsible for that ghoul in the first place. I think I can send it back by saying, Frightful vision from the void. Confine yourself to celluloid. And then he's sucked into the projection booth, and it's just done now. Fuck it, right? Why did she think that would work? Who knows? But then we, uh... That was Bridget that did that, right? Yep. We cut to, wow, you're a sensational, Bridget. I've already got my headline. We see Archie's headline in like a little panel. Hollywood artist saves Riverdale from ghosts. That's a terrible she headline. <laughs> kisses Archie. And then what he's the all fuck? like, and she's like, Archie, say something. And then Archie says, I was just thinking how nice a sequel could be. And Ew. that's the end. She's an adult, by the way. Like, Yeah, there's so much. She's like a grown woman. <laughs> so there's a lot a to sequel unpack to what? here. The kiss or yeah, the I fucking so. ghost murder? Because she's like, in the background, like, oh, <laughs> I see you, Good teenage God. boy that wants to make out with me, an adult woman. <laughs> also, I'm presuming that was the school newspaper, but like, who <laughs> supervises that? That they were like, yeah, fucking great headline, Archie. <laughs> And it's like the fucking blue and gold in Riverdale where it's just like, nobody's in charge of this. It's just teens running the newspaper. I know. I know. They just like have to have some sort of faculty advisor, but they're just totally checked out. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So like, why the misdirection of the book spell thing? Why didn't that just work? Why did there have to be a twist in the last two pages of the comic where Drughead just fills a book with chocolate and then (laughs) the guy was like, I don't know, I guess we're going to die now. They realized that they needed an extra page and they were like, (laughs) oh, fuck. (laughs) Hang on. Uh, Drughead was going to do the book thing, but now we'll just have to throw it in some fudge and then make something else up. What if we just added a page of Archie and Bridget making out? No, no, we can't do that. (laughs) Two panels. It'll be two panels of them making out. I was legitimately hoping and expecting... That when Jughead went to the concession stand, we'd get some, like, Beetlejuice shrimp <sighs> cocktail kind of moment. Yes. Um, but no, instead we got the fudge book, which I guess is just as good as the Beetlejuice just... shrimp cocktail moment. What is this ghost's deal, too? Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna just take your souls. Like, first I'm gonna fuck with your TV, and then I'm gonna start taking souls when I get bored with that? It's just like, I don't know. The thing, too, I can't get over. It's like... I don't even know if it's full on a tulpa. 
Because it's like, this was a thing someone, like, this spirit's deal. That's true. Is that it is summoned and, like, manifested through, I guess, propagation of its image. <laughs> which which and it's then like, this girl was like, yeah, I guess I'll just use this and not yeah, change exactly. it at all. Yeah. Seems it's cool. It's just like, and so when does that naturally occur, except for when it just did? And so, like... Yeah. Therefore, yeah, what, are you harvesting souls, like, only when people are using your face too much? And I feel like in instances of, like, I don't know, you'd think it would be, like, pro-Bridget, like, hey, you brought me to life, thanks, you know? Like, there would have been yeah. some conflict there where it was like, oh, we're in cahoots, and then the gang would be like, wait, can we trust Ooh. her? But no. I legitimately thought she was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, no, and I mean, too, like, obviously I'm not, it's an Archie comic, but... A ghost story should, like, the reason for the ghost and how it acts and what it does and all blah, 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 is, like, a metaphor for something. And this one is not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, a good ghost story it is. Also, why the fuck was she in Riverdale this time? Like, I know she was giving a speech. Yeah, that's a really good point. She didn't fucking come to Riverdale to give a lecture about Hollywood. Like, do you think she came back to be like, hey, I wonder if anything happened with that ghost guy that I summoned? She Maybe was, I should check it out. She was shooting the extras for the DVD <laughs> release of Greasers. Yeah. And she had to come back to Riverdale for, like, a week. A reshoots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. That commentary track that she said she would do. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, fuck, I did, I did agree to that. All yeah, right, it's in my contract. So while we're still talking about monsters and ghoulies and things like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to slip in one f- gag bag grab bag oh, before we leave, if you don't mind. I this is a uh, This is a strange gag bag grab bag because it's a two-page comic. Oh, what? Um, I know, but it is still a gag bag. It's an yeah. XL gag bag. <laughs> yes, it's an extra large gag bag. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Jughead in Leave and Let Leave. Okay. Jug and Archie are in, I don't know, basically Jughead says, it was a good idea to come to the old monster's home, and they're <laughs> seemingly in a courtyard? It's Jug and Archie, and they're just hanging out, and there's a bunch of monsters around there. There's like... A one-eyed fish man troll. There's like a a a fish dog thing. Uh, The invisible man is there, and a very wrapped up mummy. Uh, Then Jughead says, "I get a charge out of seeing these old favorites, even if they are ancient." Uh, There's there's a cousin it type who. What the fuck is this? Like. In what? the foreground, there's a man with two mouths smoking a cigar and a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two-mouth man. And there's a guy with three eyes and four arms shuffling a deck of cards and saying, Hey, Curly, how about some two-hand rummy? Oh, my God. Uh, and then Archie's like, Hey, Jug, it's getting late. We ought to go. And then they try to leave, and then the guard stops them and says to Jughead, Get back in there with the other <laughs> monsters. <laughs> to which Jughead says, But guard, I'm not a monster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so he's trying to get Jughead to say, he said, do you mean to stand there with that face and that outfit and tell me you're not a monster? Which is just really mean. Also, are they prisoners? I also I don't like get that. it was like a retirement that. home, but like, there's a guard preventing them from leaving? <laughs> <laughs> um, at which point, Archie says, 
oh, guard, may I? I just can't get over the fact they just keep being like, guard. Oh, guard. <laughs> but Might guard. I have a moment of your time, sir, guard. Yeah. So, yeah, Archie does that. He's like, I gotta have a word. And then he whispers some stuff, and the guard's like, all right, you can leave. And Jughead's like, woof, that's, I almost had to spend the night at the old monster's <laughs> home. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> and Archie's <laughs> like, oh, I told him you, <laughs> I told him you didn't belong there because you were a young monster. Oh, hilarious. And let me just real quick see if I can get you some of these monsters. So oh my God. What, about. what is this? I don't know. Like, it's one of my favorite gag bags ever, though. Why? Why does the old monsters home exist? What? Why, why is Archie Riverdale? just like? Oh, these are real, and also we're gonna go look at them like a fucking wax museum or something. Like, I sure get a kick out of looking at all these old people. It also seems like this is something that Jughead wanted to do, and Archie was just humoring him and tagged along because it's just <laughs> yeah. like Archie's just like. Standing there awkwardly the whole time until the very end when he's like ribbing Jughead about being a fucking ugly monster. And it's like, oh, cool. That's your best friend. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys have this uh, kind of relationship. Jesus Christ. I wonder if old Frankenstein was there. Oh, maybe. Maybe he was just hiding off screen. Yeah. But that's probably going to do it for us today. What a cohesive set of comics we all brought. I know. It was like they were linked and related to each other. And we didn't talk about this in advance. Mm -hmm. So be impressed, guys. Seriously. We're semi-competent. I do want to just... Wait, what'd you say? I said we're (laughs) semi-competent. We're getting better. Yeah. But, yeah, so you can basically find us all over the website, but the best place to find it is going to be on our website. Uh, what's the address for that again, Meg? RiverdaleHighAV.club. That's right. Uh, that's got our social media on there, Twitter, Instagram. Email is on there, too. Uh, yep. Podchaser. It's like the IMDB of podcasts, so if you head over there leave us a review, that would be awesome. We, we love really hearing from you that. guys. Helps our visibility a lot. If you like our show, tell a friend about it. Maybe they'll like Ooh, it too. We would love that. And it's fun to listen to podcasts with friends. Because then you can talk about all the fun goofs that they have. Instead of being like, hey, mom who doesn't listen to the same podcast as me, I heard this great joke. Let me tell it to you. And then oh. she's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, instead of that, have a friend listen with you. <laughs> Instead of that, try making friends. <laughs> try be have a friend. Do a friend once. Um <laughs> don't do a friend. Well, I mean if they're all consenting, it'll go whatever. <laughs> We're in the weeds. We're in the weeds. <laughs> We're in the weeds. Uh Patreon. We have a Patreon now. Um it's got the three dollar the three tiers, the one dollar, three dollar, and five dollar tiers. You get access to the super duper cool bonus content at all levels, but there's extra little gigaws and doodads you get at the higher yep. tiers i think that's really it on my end do you have anything else Meg? i don't um before i fully jump us out i just need to leave us with this question that i did want to ask at the top of the episode but we found other stuff so yeah who is america's least favorite redhead oh shit all right well on that note uh this has been the riverdale high av club i've been ezra and i've been megan and we'll see you at the top of the Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
That's a terrible wave. <laughs> yeah. And every time I like hit my microphone, I'm like, oh, Lord, no. 